0: Assalamu wa rahmatullah. As usual, we begin with our announcements. Uh, so Ramadan, inshallah, will be starting on April 13th. So we're going to have our first uh, tarawih on the 12th of April. So the first tarawih will take place the 12th of April evening, and Ramadan will start on the April 13th. Alhamdulillah, we will be opening our masjid in Ramadan. So in Ramadan, we're going to be moving forward, inshallah, taala. Uh, and also having this space as well uh, but we will be observing all of the protocols as we're doing now which means social distancing and masks throughout the entire tarawih, and we will be strictly enforcing this if you're not wearing a mask you will not be able to pray as well you will bring your own uh, bags for your shoes and place them next to you. so we're all going to be observing the same protocols that we have been observing throughout all of this time but inshallah now we're going to be having the entire facility Sisters will be upstairs. So they have the entire facility upstairs. Brothers will have all of the downstairs. So Insha'Allah ta'ala, we will be doing our Tarawih prayer. Uh, it will be done in an entire hour. Because of the COVID crisis, we're gonna have to shorten the Tarawih prayer. So we're gonna be doing one hour start to finish. That includes uh, the Isha Salah and a short Khatira, eight and Witr. Our goal is to finish everything within the hour so that inshallah we don't maximize our time in one area. Uh, and this is because of the COVID as you are uh, aware. Uh, as well uh, inshallah ta'ala, uh, yes there's going to be the khatir every single day as well, short khatira that will be included in that hour time frame inshallah ta'ala. So these are the updates and we ask Allah Jalla for a blessed Ramadan. <clears throat> As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: أشهد first I I guarantee that Muhammad is وهي <تصفيق> على
0: Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the throne and the master of all dominion. He he lifted up the skies and beautified the stars and constellations. And he spread forth the earth and he made it a solid foundation. And he sends down the rain and blesses us with fruits and vegetation. And he created us from one man and woman, dividing us into tribes and nations. He preferred the children of Adam over the rest of his creation. And he sent to us his chosen prophet, our source of salvation. He revealed, to bu- he revealed to us a book that is perfect beyond imitation. And to Allah and Allah alone belongs our worship and our supplication. I remember an incident that happened with me in my first year when I was studying at the University of Medina. It was my first Ramadan in the blessed city of the Prophet sallallahu and I was a new student and I would go recite Quran to my teacher to get the ijazah every single day and the first day of Ramadan I went to him and I took my turn in line and I would always have a book with me when I waited my turn in line but this was the first day of Ramadan and my Shaykh, may Allah bless and reward him, and he has been teaching the Qur'an in the Masjid of the Prophet for over 45 years of his life. My Shaykh saw me with another book, and he politely closed it. And he said, Ramadan, the Qur'an only. I said, Shaykh, this book is actually about the Qur'an. It's about abrogation in the Qur'an. I was writing a book about Uloom Al-Qur'an back then. I said, Shaykh, this is a book about the Qur'an and he wagged his fingers at me he pointed towards the Rawdah, and he said Imam Malik used to teach the muatta over there and when Ramadan would come he would shut the books of hadith and he would open up the Quran and read nothing but the Quran I never forgot that incident even though to be honest I was not able to live up uh, to that because I learned from then that The methodology of our early scholars, the Sahaba and Tabi'oon, and the great Imams was that the month of Ramadan was a special month that is associated primarily with the Qur'an. As the famous scholar Ibn Shihab al-Zuhri said when Ramadan would come, he said, as soon as Ramadan comes, all deeds, we stop them except feeding the hungry. And reading the Qur'an. That's all that we need to do in this month. We feed the hungry and we open up the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This month of Ramadan has been associated with the Qur'an in the Qur'an itself. And in fact, even before Allah tells us about the fast, He tells us about the Qur'an. Shahru Ramadan. It only occurs once in the Quran, by the way. Once Allah mentions Ramadan by name in the Quran. And in this verse in Baqarah, what does Allah say? Shahru Ramadan فِيهِ Quran. The month of Ramadan is the month that the Quran was revealed. Then in the second part of the paragraph, Allah says, Whoever is witnessing the month, let him fast the month. Siyam is mentioned after the Qur'an is mentioned. The primary association of Ramadan is with the Qur'an. شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان إن أنزلناه في ليلة القدر إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةٍ mubaraka Multiple times in the Qur'an, three different occasions, Allah links Ramadan and Laylatul Qadr, He links it with the concept of reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as we prepare for this month, brothers and sisters, as we prepare for the month of Ramadan, let us put into our agenda that the primary purpose of this month the primary purpose is to be associated with the tilawa of the Qur'an. To read the Qur'an, to understand the Qur'an, and to hear the Qur'an. It is mentioned that in this month, the angel Jibreel would come down every single night, as Anas ibn Malik said. And he would recite the Qur'an to the Prophet ﷺ. Every single night. He would recite the Quran to the Prophet and then the Prophet himself would stand up and read the whole Quran Hudayfat ibn al-Yaman said once I visited the Prophet ﷺ in the nights of Ramadan and he was praying to Hajjud so I stood beside him and he began Surah Al-Baqarah and he finished all of Baqarah and then he opened up Surah Ali Imran, he finished Ali Imran and then he opened up Surah Al-Nisa and he finished Surah Al-Nisa and then he went into Ruku' Can you imagine Baqarah, Ali Imran and Nisa in one Raka'ah? Of course, this is his own personal prayer He doesn't expect the rest of us to do that. But in his own life, what would he do? How much would he recite in that one rak'ah? Can you imagine five Jews or more in one rak'ah? And that is why it is authentically narrated that even when Umar ibn an when he instituted the tarawih, the qiyamul Layl, he put Ubay ibn Ka'b in charge. And Ubay would recite from after Isha all the way up until fajr whoever could do it do it whoever could do two raka'ah two raka'ah but he as the institution of taraweeh he let it go the entire night and they would finish the recitation just enough time the sahaba said we would rush back home for our suhoor and then come back and pray fajr the entire night was dedicated to the Tilawa of the quran it is narrated that the sahaba would finish the quran multiple times during the night most of the sahaba most of the sahaba would read the whole Quran once a week outside of Ramadan once a week outside of Ramadan that was their routine however in the month of Ramadan they would increase this it is authentically reported that the famous Tabi'i Qatada Qatada would recite the Quran once a week outside of the month in the month of Ramadan every three days he would finish one khatam and then in the last ten nights he would recite one Quran every single night so every three days for the first twenty, then the last ten, he would dedicate the whole day and night. And obviously, brothers and sisters, we cannot do that. That's something beyond ours. But it's good to know that that's what they used to do. Even if it's too high for us to do, still the reality of the relationship of the Sahaba and Tabi'oon with the Qur'an in this month of Ramadan is something that we should all be aware of. It is narrated that one of the students of Shafi'i said that I counted the number of times Imam Shafi'i recited the Qur'an. and. It was over 60 times in the month of Ramadan. He did 60 khatams in the month of Ramadan Now obviously this is something again beyond what we can do But still it is a reality of how they would recite the Quran dear brothers and sisters The month of Ramadan is the month of the Quran. It is primarily Associated with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah chose this month to reveal the Quran and Allah Associated this month with the book of the Quran. Therefore as we come to this month We should make it in our minds Our intention should be That we prioritize this book In the authentic hadith The Prophet ﷺ said That on the day of judgment The siyam of Ramadan And the Quran will come And they will argue on behalf of a person The siyam will say Oh Allah, I made him tired at night So forgive him And the Quran will say Oh Allah, I made him tired at night So forgive him So Allah will forgive the person So, in the daytime, the fast makes us tired. And that's our shafa'ah, our forgiveness. In the nighttime, the Qur'an should make us tired. We should be reciting the Qur'an every single night as much as we can it should be a part of our routine doesn't mean we don't recite during the day but the point is we all should make an effort to cut back on our sleep during this month yes sleep in the daytime if you need to but at night time spend some extra time put in the effort our schedules in Ramadan cannot be the same as outside of Ramadan our relationship with the Quran cannot be the same as outside of Ramadan we need to put into our calendar our schedules what are the timings I will read the Quran I will be reading and we make sure that insha'Allah ta'ala we live up to this month This is the month of the Quran dear brothers and sisters. Let us live up to this reality Yes, we cannot do 60 khatams like Imam It It is said that Abu Hanifa as well would do over 50 khatams in the month of Ramadan We cannot do that. That was the salaf. That was their barakah in time It is unrealistic for me and you. Let's be honest with ourselves But subhanallah in all honesty every one of us should aim for at least one khatam come on one khatam that's 20 20 pages a day, and to be honest this is even putting the bar very low to be very honest, if you read the Quran regularly outside of Ramadan, in Ramadan you should be doing at least, at least 2, 3, 4 khatams, if you don't read the Quran outside of Ramadan, at least, at least do one khatam, and it is very possible to do, it's only 20 pages a day for 30 days, that's all, 20 pages a day, put it into your schedule, 5 pages after Fajr, 5 pages after Dhuhr, put it into your schedule, and Insha'Allah Ta'ala When you put it into your schedule It will be very realistically done This is the month of the Qur'an Let us make sure We live up to the realities of this month And let us demonstrate to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala That it is the month That we are showing Allah We love this book And we recite this book And we give the book the honor That it is due May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Bless me and you With and through the Qur'an And may He make us of those Who its verses they understand And applies halal and haram Throughout our lifespan I ask Allah's forgiveness You as well ask Him for he is the Ghafur and the Rahman. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <No. clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> All praises due to Allah, the one and the unique. He alone it is who we worship and it is his aid that we seek. He is the Lord of the oppressed and the one who answers the dua of the weak. The question arises when it comes to this month of Ramadan that should we prioritize the mere recitation or the listening or the reading of tafsir and tadabbur? What should be done? Yes, the Qur'an is there, but there's multiple angles, aspects of the Qur'an. We listen, we recite, and we read tafsir. What should be prioritized in this month? Our scholars mention that this is the month primarily of the tilawa of the Quran. It is the month primarily that is meant to be recited and also to listen to its recitation. As for the tadabbur, as for the contemplation, indeed that is a very noble goal. And it should be done as well. But this is the month primarily we dedicate to the actual recitation of the Qur'an. Why? Because the Qur'an cleanses the heart. The Qur'an softens the heart. The Qur'an is what purifies the inner soul. And fasting purifies the outer body. So fasting and the Qur'an put together is what makes Ramadan Ramadan. The purpose of Ramadan is what? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمْ الصيام كما كتب على لعلكم تتقون. The purpose of Ramadan is taqwa. How is taqwa achieved? By fasting and by reading the Quran. Fasting allows the body to attain taqwa. Fasting controls the body. Fasting makes us, our courage, our iman, our tawakkul increases. And then reciting the Quran cleanses the inner soul doing the tilawa cleanses our heart so the fast is for the body and the tilawa of the Quran is for the soul allah says in the quran If the Quran came down to a mountain, the mountain would dissolve. So our hearts have grown hard, brothers and sisters. Our hearts have grown hard over the course of all of these months and years. We have to soften our hearts. We have to make our hearts soft at the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, the purpose of reciting the Quran and of listening to its recitation is to soften our souls and hearts. And that is why the priority is in the tilawa, and then also in the listening of the Quran. There are two different acts of worship and our Prophet did both of them during this month. He would recite and Jibreel would recite to him. Both of these deeds are done. So we should also put this into our schedule. If we're driving for work, if we have some time, then we should listen to the recitation of the Quran. And then as well for sure the primary action of worship is that we ourselves recite this book. This is a Mubarak book that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed unto us. So we need to show appreciation of the book and make sure that in this month we dedicate plenty of time our primary action of worship during this month. The number one action of worship is the tilawa of the Quran. And alhamdulillah these days we have the Quran in our phones and our apps. Just take it out and read it wherever we are. Alhamdulillah the ease is there. It's so easy to recite the Quran. So please brothers and sisters, my advice to myself and all of you sit down and have a schedule of tilawa. have a schedule of tilawa because when you have that schedule when you have that dedication that is when you will get one or two or three khatams done make sure you recite during the day a little bit and especially at night yes in our own masjid we'll only have eight rakah with a little bit that's because of covid then you go home insha'Allah and you can recite the quran on your own and if you're able to then the last third of the night wake up again before suhoor and then recite the quran again Again, the tarawih prayers is nafil prayer as you know, and you're allowed to hold the Quran in that nafil prayer. It's not a problem. If you read at home, you can open the Mus'haf and recite in the salah while holding on to the Mus'haf or while holding on to your phone. It's not a problem, it is authentically narrated that the Sahaba and Tabi'un would do this if they hadn't memorized the Quran. So recite the Quran morning and evening and make sure inshallah ta'ala, we have given justice to us. Why? Because on the day of judgment, we want siyam, and we want the Quran to come and beg Allah to forgive us. We want the Quran to say, oh my Lord, I caused him to be tired at night, so forgive him. And we want the Siyam to say, oh my Lord, I caused him to be tired during the day, so forgive him. This is the month of maghfirah, the month of Rahma. If we turn to Allah and recite this book, then inshaAllah ta'ala, we will attain that maghfirah and rahmah. Allahumma inni da'in fa'amminoo. Allahumma la tad'a'a fi hadhi yomi illa ghafarta wala hamman illa farajta. ولا دينا إلا قضيت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا عسيرا إلا يسرت اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم أعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الاسلام والمسلمين بالسوء فاجله بنفسه وجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكته قدس وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من جنّه وإنس فقال عز من قائل عليم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وانعم على عبدك رسولك محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين عباد الله ان الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى اكبر واقم الصلاه
1: لا اله الا الله استو اعتدلوا الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم شهر رمضان الذي. ونزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان فمن شهد منكم الشهر فليصم ومن كان مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر ولتكمل العدة ولتكب الله على ما هداكم ولعلكم تشكرون واذا سالك عبادي عني فاني قريب اجيب دَعْوَةَ الداع اذا دعان فليستجيبوني وليؤمنوا بي لعلهم ينشدون الله اكبر سَمِعَ اللَّهُ نِمَنْ حَمِدًا الله أكبر الله
2: أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
1: غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين (تصفيق) إنا أنزلناه في ليلة قدر وما أدراك ما ليلة قدر ليلة القدر خير من الف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها باذن ربهم من كل امر سلام هي حتى مطلع فجر الله اكبر سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدًا
2: اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ, الله أكبر. الله أكبر
0: First and back rows can Inshallah start making the way out?